This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Today's podcast is in two halves. The one we recorded earlier today with me and Jamie is the first half, and the second is with Zach, which we recorded the other day before the game. But because it was too close uh, to the kickoff, we didn't upload it. I'm saving the new segment part we did for today's episode instead. Before we begin, here's a quick message from our sponsors, Foxy. The pay-as-you-go mobile network that gives you unlimited social media for as little as £10 a month. For a limited time only, sign up to Foxy using the link in the description to receive a £40 reward after only two monthly payments, and you'll also be directly supporting the channel. So click the link in the description to sign up now. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast with me, Tommy Castle and Jamie Lawler. Good afternoon, mate. How are you? I'm all right, man. I'm all good. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, it was a good win yesterday, wasn't it? It was um, nice to be able to two wins on a, two wins in a row now, which even though we had two weeks in between, we have got two wins now. Yeah, that's weird. And two clean sheets. I'm like, what's mm. going on here? Like, we're looking all right again like we played nice football yesterday as well like it wasn't just a, a game of hoofball it was actually we tried to get on the ground and knock it about as well it was great <laughs> player back four mm-hmm. what we learned yesterday yeah we really did i think it's um starting to show that it's a pretty decent system to play really even whatever midfield and the attack you play back four works i think in terms of like um attacking wise as well we were much better yesterday as well we weren't like against watford we weren't sitting back and trying to defend too much. I think we created something yesterday and obviously George Hall's a great example of that yesterday. Do you want to walk us through some of the stuff he did yesterday? Oh, too many to name, aren't they? He was just... I haven't seen... It's been a long time since I've seen a player at that age. Like, he's just so comfortable, isn't he? Like, he takes mm. the ball in danger. Like, I think it was yesterday there was three or four Blackburn players around him on the halfway line. He spun round and he was gone. Like, yeah. he just took four players out of the game like that. Like he our did, goal literally he? came because he picked up the ball from a corner kick, burst all the way forward and won the corner kick. That goal hmm. has only come because George Hall was determined enough to run and just go and keep going. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, he was a big game changer yesterday. Was he man of a match for you? I think he's up there. I think he's probably, yeah. I'd say maybe Cadra's taken it just for the fact that that goal was unreal. Yeah. And it shut the Blackburn fans off. And he... 
you could see from the word go he was up for it. He wanted that, didn't he? I was surprised to see that they didn't like him or were booing him or whatever. I didn't really understand it, really. If you're a Blackburn fan, then comment below because I don't really understand it. Um, I when thought he was... wiping his tears. <laughs> but the, um, yeah, he was a good player for you, like, so I'm not into sure. I mean, maybe joining Sheffield United, slight rivals, I suppose, aren't they? But I don't know. It was a weird one. There's the fact that he shushed them in the celebration as well, which is interesting. But uh, yeah, it was a great finish. Took it first time, second time. No, well, he, he just took yeah. one to control and then banged it because Colin got yeah. in the air to him and he just took it down and just smacked it. Yeah, it was a very comfortable finish to be honest. Um, very powerful, driven with his laces. Um, very like David Davis against Villa actually. That's mm. what it reminded me of. He, um, it was quality yeah. bodies as well, just low, hard, perfect. Mm. Who would you say then is man for match between George Hall and Redicatra? I don't know, because Ruddy as well. Ruddy made some absolute... Mm. That Woldy at the start of the second half. Oh, That was flying in, that was. That was going top bins, weren't it, surely? I, I had conceded that that was a goal. The guy next to mm. me said the same thing as well. He went, oh, fucking ball, that's a goal. It's done. Yeah. And then no, you just see Ruddy like sprawling midair and just fingertip it over. You're just like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing was going past him today. Um, they every I can't fault anyone on that pitch yesterday. I think everyone Juki again worked his ass off. You know, played with everything he had again. Chong, his work rate was phenomenal. I'm just gonna go for all the players there. George Hall was a nine, if not a ten out of ten performance for me yesterday. Uh, Reader was unreal. Alfie Chang, he's 20 years old and he bossed that midfield yesterday. He played it simple. Got about him, yeah. to me. Cousin said to me yesterday, and I actually half agree. He said he reminds me of a bit of a Barry Ferguson. He's got that sort of thing about him, hasn't he? Yeah. He's, he's agile. He's quite aggressive, and for a young player as well, as well. Is he like? Is he twenty or is he a bit younger? He's than twenty. Mm. Yeah, he's he's, 20, he's yeah. quality. Yeah, he's um he's up for it as well, which is what I like about him. He's he's yeah, um he's not scared of a tackle either. Like he just goes for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, according to Footmob, Footmob. I don't know how you say it. Uh, it was Austin Tr- uh, John Ruddy who was the player of the match, man of the match yesterday. Um, so yeah, I think that's fair enough. Was, second yeah. was Austin Trusty, which interesting, really. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think maybe George Hall's a second, really. But uh, Tafe Chong though had the lowest rating, six point eight. You surprised by that? The fact that I, the fact that the fucking lowest rating is a six point eight though shows how well we actually played yesterday. Considering we knew Blackburn were going to be good on the ball, we know what kind of mm. football they play. Um, you know, Sam Gallagher had a, Sam Gallagher had a five point eight. Good, he's shit. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Sam Gallagher. You know what? I actually didn't didn't mind him too much because I know he played for us, but it was when he celebrated. At the start yeah. of the season, when he scored a pass, I was like, you know what, you were shit for us. And yeah. you know what, yesterday they got a taste of the Sam Gallagher that we had to fucking deal with. So enjoy Blackburn fans. He's a shit. Yeah, the one, that, the one that couldn't hit a barn door. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I, Kevin I... Long dealt with him really well, and Mark Roberts. Shout out to Mark Roberts. Actually, he's performed since he's come back in the eleven. Yes, yeah. I'm surprised by him myself, to be honest. I feel like um, I was expecting him to come back from injury and be, you know, his usual self of lethargic and slow but yeah. yeah good performance yesterday against the team we were fifth before going into the game they've dropped down to sixth now Millwall have gone above them 
Um, they're in trouble of dropping outside of the playoffs. They're on 61 Good. points. Norwich are close behind on 57. A couple of wins, Simon. You know, it's all... We could even go either way, really, for those two teams. Um, the Albion as well, though. Eleventh in that league could still get playoffs at this rate. I think it is that ridiculous. Yeah, literally, like Coventry are on fifty-seven as well. West Brom are on fifty-six. Who drew yeah. with Millwall nil-nil yesterday? I think. Yeah, it's it's really close actually. I'm looking more at it, and <laughs> even down to Sunderland, who were in the playoffs a couple of weeks ago. They're twelfth now on fifty-four. Even Stoker is slowly catching up, really, on 51. They're only 10 points behind, and we've still got eight games left to play, eight or um, seven, depending on who's got what games in hand. Um, we've got seven games left to play. Uh, with Reading next, um, after that win yesterday, do you feel fairly confident for us going away to Reading and getting the win? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm the most optimistic fan, though, on the podcast, and I let's be honest, I... I've always yeah, said we win or draw, like, no matter pessimist. what. Um, I, yeah, I think Reading have been in a bit of a free fall state, haven't they? St- have they turned it around a little bit lately, or are they still? They are currently, the they are currently eighteenth, uh, so they're below us at the moment, uh, but only two points behind us. So if they do beat us, they will go above us, um, which is a bit shit. But I feel like, um, yeah, we're on a good run of form at the moment. So I think we've got a. I think it's on them really to come and beat us. Really, if we get a point, that's good for us, I suppose. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. Do you think we're safe? Is my question to you. Do you think we've done it? I... Now? What do you think? Do you want? Do you want the magic fifty still? Yeah, well, us and Huddersfield, who are third bottom, have got ten points. Uh, no, uh, nine points between us. They're on uh, with the same amount of games left. Although they did win four one yesterday, which was quite Two surprising. In Borough yeah. got one back, I think. Oh but, five, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I must have just picked up on the score then. <laughs> no, no, but, no, I um, was literally watching it and I was like, Are they are they about to bottle a 4 1 lead? I was mm. literally like watching it on my phone come through and I was like, Are they? <laughs> yeah, I think we're safe realistically. I think even if we lose every game until the end of the season, now I still think we're, um, or at least that win till the end of the season, I think we're safe. We're, See, I've heard um, rumors about Reading potentially getting a point deduction as well. Yeah, there's a few teams now, isn't there? So Wigan have had a points deduction. Reading have been rumoured. We're being rumoured as well, but that's I definitely think that's coming towards next season if it is going to come. I expect um, it to start next season on at least minus nine. Yeah, there's a potential. That I think could there'll be, be a lot of clubs as well. I think there'll be about four or five of us that will start on minus next year. Which is ridiculous, isn't it? You might as well just keep it at zero because everybody's going to have a fucking points deduction at this point. It's just how the championship teams are run, really. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like every team in the championship will eventually come across it because it's just the way that businesses are run nowadays. So you are always dicing with death, really. Is that the right phrase? I'm terrible with phrases. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'll, yeah, it's done. Um, especially when you have BSHL running your football club, like mm. you know, you're, you're chanting with more than death there, aren't you? Really, you're dancing with liquidation. <laughs> I don't um, know which is worse. Being a blue nose is a large sentence at the best of times. <laughs> I think we do. I think we genuinely go back to it. I think we do beat Reading. I think 2-0. I don't see us conceding. I think Kevin mm. Long, we need to give him a New Year contract right now. Because I've been reading stuff and it's correct. The only two senior players we're going to potentially have in defence next year is Longello and Roberts. Mm. So... <clears throat> 
Let's pull up the squad list then and let's just have a bit of a panic about this. George Friends nearly retiring. Harley Dean's contract might be up and also is one of the bigger earners. Kevin Long's on a loan. Maxime Collin might be leaving because his contract is up. Mark is Roberts. Long's on loan? Long's on loan, yeah. He's from he's... Burnley, isn't he? Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm, sure it's a, I'm sure it's a six-month contract. No, you're right. Yes, you are right. That is that's correct. So there's no transfer I, I, fee there either, so just sign him. Mm, <laughs> no, that's a good point. I think we will as well, to be honest. I don't think we're going to be that stupid just like I think we'll be stupid not to. He's been, he's been the outstanding defender in the last month. Yeah, and he's grown into the game, hasn't he? He's probably got a point to prove. He's got, probably got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. So, fair play to him. He's done really well in the last few weeks. And, um, yeah, two clean sheets in a row, like you said. Maxime Collin, he's coming up to the end of his contract. I imagine he's going to leave. I'd love to get him back, but chances are he's probably going to move on now. I imagine he might go back to Europe, maybe like France, go back maybe to his home country. France for the end of his career, yeah. He might do, Why yeah. Not? He could do a job in the um, in the Farmers League. Yeah, <laughs> he could fucking bully an Mbappe. <laughs> you, know, you put him up front in that league and he banged up here. Mm. We should point out, actually, I completely forgot. We're not joined by Zach today. Um, but yeah, it's oh, yeah. just... Um, I was since she was on my tongue saying it, I was I completely forgot about it. No, it's because so, you, you, you made a jibber, you made a dig at Mbappe, and it straight away pulled you from that. <laughs> so it's just I knew as soon as I said it, so it was just like I was expecting his voice to chime in and go, "No, what are you talking about? Mbappe is an yeah. amazing player. <laughs> He's super, superb." <laughs> <laughs> but oh, man, that's become his catchphrase. It's brilliant. So. Oh, yeah. oh, we all need a catchphrase. Um, yeah. Any anyone watching this, by the way, can you uh, post what you think me and Tommy have a catchphrase because we can't work out if we have one yet or not. I don't know. Mine might be. I don't know actually. Um, I know what yours is though. It's always doing the hand gestures right close to the camera and saying that what the fuck's going on. <laughs> no, it's only if yours. someone really annoys me. It's just like. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I do. Zach's I think, okay, I think... by the way, though. Yeah, Zach, Zach is Zach is fine. He's just got stuff to do, so mm. it's cool, man. We're we're a trio, but we can make it work with two of us when need be. Yeah, yeah. No. we're busy people. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how do you think we'll get on against Reading, Mister Pessimist? Well, we didn't. Well, to bring back my pessimism to the pod, uh, we hardly ever win against Reading away. Um, I can't remember the last time we did win away against Reading. Three two, Bella free kick. That's Bellingham right. Team. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a while now. Um, no, you're wrong, and I already know it's actually the John Terrell season, you know, where he scores twice. That was recently the only uh, that... fucking thing he did, and he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking amazing in 2016. He comes back in 2020, he's just like, pfft. it's just a shadow of himself, wasn't he? But that night, he was incredible. I watched that at work, amazingly. Um, Probably shouldn't have been admitting that, but I did. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was the last time we won against Reading. Then we lost last season. Uh, uh, we lost 2-1. Um, so my point's kind of irrelevant, actually. But yeah, um, we don't typically do well against Reading. It's a ground we, we don't, struggle at. We struggle against them as a team, to be fair to them. Um, yeah, that's why I was quite surprised. Yeah, I was surprised we beat them so comfortably earlier in the season. Well, um, I mean, you say comfortably, but only Birmingham City made that 3-0 lead look difficult still. It was 3-2 walking out of that ground. I was like, how? How have you yeah. 3-0 up and it still looked shaky? Yeah, it's surprising. I really don't understand why we struggle against a, such a poor team. 
Um, Andy Carroll was the game changer for him though. Like they brought him on, and I remember that he, he did, was yeah. just causing chaos. Is he injured? Because I know he loves an injury. <laughs> yeah, he's always fucking injured, isn't he? Um, I'm not too sure about their team, to be quite honest. They are a bit of a. Oh, they're not doing well with Paul Lintz at the moment. Uh, they've got Scott Dan in the team. Quite surprising. Yes, they do. They've also got Julia, Junior Hoylet. Um, Abdul Rahman, Rahman Baba. I used to have him in a Chelsea career mode. They've also got some other players who've been around the Championship for ages who I feel like are probably coming towards the end of their career, like Jeff Hendrick, uh, Tom Ince. Um, there's other players as well. Shane Long, Andy Carroll, of course. Uh, Shane Long's Shane out injured. Long and Andy Carroll. Carroll's not injured, though. Shane Long is, though. Um, but uh, yeah, all you need is Mark Roberts are going aggressively with one adder and he'll pick up an injury. Yeah, it might be worth doing that, actually, just get him off the pitch. and then take, um, the take only... it on, Mark. <laughs> they do have Lucas Zhao and Yaku yeah. Miti. Miti. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Yeah, he's but, um, full as well. They've got big strikers, that's the issue. Apart from Shane Long, I think the strikers are massive. They are a big team, to be fair to them. Same with Millwall as well. I know we always struggle against them, and they've always got man mountains in the team. But uh, yeah, their, their quality is not nowhere near ours, that's for sure. We're a much better team than they are. I just feel like they Can might... We play like we did yesterday, the... yes. If we play yeah. it on the floor, though, and try and knock it about like we did yesterday, why not? We've got a chance. Mm. Yeah, I think we're starting to see the players that we should implement more in the team now. So I feel like, I, I don't know, because Eustace, I think, has got a little bit less pressure on him now that the um, relegation doesn't look likely. So I feel like he's more open and willing to experiment a little bit more with some of the younger players and some of um, other different players as well. So like George Hall wasn't really in the team as much, but since we've sort of, no, relegation looks a little bit less likely now. So I feel like he is going to try and play some of those younger players. It looks like who realistically, it does. To be fair, yeah. But realistically, those younger players are actually our better players. I yeah. really do believe that. I agree. Yeah, million percent. We are because oh, we've yeah. got like George Hall yesterday, arguably man of a match. We've also got Taif Chung, who's still fairly young. Um, Alfie. Alfie Chang, been fantastic since he's come in. Jordan James had a standard four minutes. Joe Bellingham's back. <laughs> to be fair to him, Jordan James had a few more minutes yesterday, but that was only because of seven minutes added on. Oh, where did that come from, by the way? Can we go back to that? Where the fuck did <laughs> yeah, seven let's minutes Let's backtrack for from? a second, yeah. That um, that was ridiculous, that was. Even I was like, seven minutes? Hang about, I that's thought not three or four, because right. Colin was down for about four minutes, maybe. Mm. Three or four minutes. I thought, man, maybe five or seven. I was like, are you taking the piss? <laughs> Right. It's ridiculous, yeah. Job also made a sub sub appearance yesterday. It's good to see him back in the team. He's been a bit injured recently. Um, yeah, I do believe that our younger players are our better players, you know. And that's not a really bad thing because they are our players. Most of them are, at least, anyway. Well, we just the the problem is now I said this when George was going off yesterday and he got the same ovation. I said we're going to struggle to keep him. Maybe it depends how much people think he's worth. Maybe because if he's worth three million, I think the club might risk on keeping him for a bit more. If he is worth what people were rumouring him to be worth back in early January times, about fifteen million, yeah, then so he's at least we'll sell him. Plus that kid, he is for the player he's going to become. That's what I know. Me when we saw Bellingham, we got twenty-five million from him because we were skins, but. 
if we were higher up in the championship or even a Premier League team, there's no way we would have let him go for 25 million. No way. He'd have been at least, he'd, he'd have been at least 35. Absolutely. We wouldn't have gone below that. So that's, and obviously now he's worth hundreds of millions. We'd never, we'd never have gotten hundred million for him, of course, unless we were in the Premier League and towards the top of the Premier League as well. But yeah, it's like with Hall, I reckon fifteen million. If we do get that for him, I think that's a bargain, really, because we've gotten the most out of him as we possibly can. Because is he going to be worth more than fifteen million in the future? Probably not. So we've probably got the best amount of money for him. Jude, on the other hand, we'd never be able to get a hundred million from him. But if we were a better team or a more structured and stable team, we would have demanded more from that. And and we're only going to see a fraction of that. And also, if we don't, if he doesn't get sold this year, um, for whatever reason, then if I if I'm right in thinking, next year's profits or whatever it is, the loss will probably determine us us getting a points deduction because we'd have lost over thirty five million or thirty nine million in the last three years, which will mean points deductions and stuff like that for next season. So realistically, we need him sold so we can get that 25% of whatever it is or <clears throat> that money just to go to us not getting a points deduction, which is shit again, really shit. But that's how blues are, unfortunately. Yeah, we don't like being negative on the podcast. We don't, but it's difficult <laughs> not to when these are the realisations that we have to deal with. I do yeah, think George it's... especially stays, though. We build around him next year. Yeah, that would be great. I feel like building a team around somebody was is something we should aim for. I'm surprised we didn't do it this season. I'd be interested to see what a midfield looks like with, like, let's say, if in a perfect world, all our youth players stay, right? In a perfect world. So don't crucify me in comments. I'm just saying theoretically. Yeah. We keep, and imagine having the midfield three of George Hall, Joe Bellingham and Alfie Chang. Mm-hmm. in five years' time when they've been playing consistently and then oh, good players. Jordan mm. James around there somewhere as well. Chung, you know, he's gotten a bit more about him, let's say, in a few years' time. Yeah, mm. We've got a centre-forward, you know, a new centre-forward because I'd love Duke, but I can't see it 39 years old, Duke starting. <laughs> if Djokovic is still playing for us when he's 39, then he's either a man-mountain and he's still that good as he is now, or we're just so skint then we can't buy anybody else. <laughs> Literally, if we've still got Djokovic at the age of 39, then something needs to be said about the players, really, it does. I suppose the issue is, like you said, now we've secured, we're pretty much safe. We now need to plan for next season. We now need to start mentally preparing ourselves for three months of the summer. What's going on at the club? What are we going to do? Who are we going to sign? How are we going to do it? Have a look at some freebies, I'd say. That'd be a good chance. Um, and how about on sick to death of being Birmingham City where our whole fucking squad is built well, as free agents or loans? It, it, well, you can start with that now. So oh, yeah. you pretty much, you've got new players straight in the door once you've finished the season uh, and you can work on them immediately. I mean, I think, and this is only one player, of course, um, Bakuna's brother, Leandro Bakuna, who obviously did play for the Villa, but... Fuck it, we're literally Villa's retirement home at this point. Um, that that'd be an interesting buy or somebody like that. Get him in. <laughs> when I did the voice of the Vic with my mate Mike, who watches this part, actually, hi Mike. Um, he because I was talking about backer, our backer, and he turned around on the pod and he went, "Hang on a sec, he wanted to just say something." He went, "Jamie's referring to his brother Jorinho, not mm. the one we've got because our one is shit." 
<laughs> so, we I don't think they like him. Standards, I imagine, yeah. I don't know. It'd be good to have somebody like him because he's obviously been a Premier League footballer. And he can um, play right back, can he, as well? He can. He's very versatile. I don't know. It's something like that would be an interesting signing, I think. Um, and obviously, you can look for elsewhere, and I'm not a fucking scout or anything like that. Um, so, people, I think that's a good way to start the new season, go and look for some free players to bring in. Not on too much money as well. I doubt that um, Leandro Vacuna will be on that much money, but if he is, then maybe don't go for it. And then when the summer transfer window is open and we've bought those three players in, we can then look for other players to properly sign, like some good players. But then again, it's all down to the finances, isn't it, realistically? And that is what drags us down half the time. But if we get some of the big earners off some of the wages, then we can look about getting some more fresh legs into the team and we might need it to be fair because if Colin Dean and that whole back line is going to change then we're going to have to we're going to have to do something we can't just sit around and just hope that it's all going to be all right with the players we've got and I mean if we're going off how the last few weeks have gone I could probably live with Long and Roberts as starting centre-halves next season I would Mm -hmm. like to think though we got some you know maybe cut deal for Sanderson or Trusty would be wonderful Trusty is going to be a bit more difficult, but Sanderson, I think, is. Sanderson looks more likely, to be fair. Yeah. In the yeah. last two years, we've had him for 18 months, so surely he likes it. Yeah, and he, and he came back, didn't he? So I imagine he's probably got a bit of. He likes the players, you know, he gets along with Eustace when he was at QPR last season as well. So yeah, I think it's. And particularly if Eustace stays, which I'm pretty sure he's going to now. Um, I, I don't think the pressure's on from anything else anymore so I think he's going to stay um, unless something happens like Chris Wilder gets the sack for Watford which is possible, they lost to Luton yesterday, 2-0 um, and also knowing Watford's sacking policies it might be it might be possible you know. and if someone else comes up free they might just go, see you later we'll go and get this guy instead and then we'd be like maybe we go for Wilder, maybe we stick with Eustace which do we go for? So this is the second half of the podcast uh, with me, Jamie and Zach uh, doing our new segment, which we've still yet to come up with a title. So after listening to this, if you've got any suggestions, please put them in the comments and uh, we'll see if we can come up with the title for the next episode. But before we continue, here's another message from our sponsors over at The Modern Milkman. Join The Milk Man and get a wide variety of fresh milk, groceries and household products delivered straight to your door in reusable containers and recyclable packaging. By signing up using the link in the description, you'll receive £15 off your first three weeks and you'll also be directly supporting the channel. So click the link in the description to sign up now. Now back to the video. Since we've got nothing else to talk about, um, so basically I've come up with this idea. It's very similar to the questionnaire asked in the inside the actor's studio. I used to watch that show because I used to be an, I used to want to be an actor when I was younger. Um, but yeah, I've done the blues theme though. So uh, obviously the probably the one that's most well known with that is what sound or noise do you love but instead i'm going to ask what sound or noise do you love at the blues so jamie zach what sound or noise do you love at the blues can i start start with this one go ahead um i mentioned it before the pod but i love keep right on i'm sure everyone does that's you know that's not nothing controversial about that that's standard but i love it when it's slowed down i think keep right on a slowed down version of it just sounds so 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 much better especially at the end where it's like dreaming or like everything about it is so much better that i think um, 
I, think I know, yeah, I was just like, think, where's the passion, man? <laughs> I, think, I think Davo's got a clip on YouTube, uh, and it was sung away at Brentford years ago now. Um, oh, I yeah. The other day, and I thought, oh, it's just so much, it's 10 times better slow. So might be controversial. I think a lot of people will disagree. But for me personally, I think Keep Right On sounds a million times better when it's slowed down. I'm not, right. I'm not against you on that one, Jamie. I love, love it when people go, juke. Because it does, <laughs> everyone must think you're booing him, but when you've got like over 10,000 people going, it's just yeah, great. And it's been like, subbed yeah. on or something, it's classy, <laughs> isn't it? Or when he just wins a header and the defender's on the floor and everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> Tommy, what about you? It used to be, and I say used to be because they've now changed it the uh, turnstile scanner noise, the little. That is that is neat. Oh no, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. And they changed it to this boring like that. Just like that's boring. Bring it back. Just like that's so like niche. Like you'd have to go to blues regularly to know. Yeah. Trying to get your creative juices flowing, Zach. Just just shows the state of the club, doesn't it? We've gone from. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Where's down. the club at? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to give an honourable, on honourable mention as well to the uh, who's when when players are subbed off. When you've got a full St Andrews and everyone's going mm. who? That is mm. class. One track, one unreal, track. unreal. Uh, the the lack of professionalism in this pod today. <laughs> wow. I'm in the midst of a house move. No. <laughs> <coughs> Disgraceful, Jamie. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's got right, people launching stuff on my bed. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> so, the, uh, obviously, the other question to that is what sound or noise do you hate at the Blues? Right. I'm sorry being selfish again, but I'd love to start because there is one that pisses me off so much. And if it's you a rub chant. my one, I'm going to be furious. It's a chant that I hate. Is yours about a chant, Jamie? Go on. I hate stand up if you love the blues i yes. despise it and i will tell you why i hate it i'm i'm watching the blues i'm there week in week out i don't need to stand up to prove i love the blues yeah i hate it it's such a small pet peeve but i hate it another one like stand up if you want the owners out or hate the owners no one there's going actually i quite like the owners so i'm gonna everyone loves the blues because they're there at the blues everyone hates the owners because they're blues i can't stand it i hate it and i feel obliged every time to stand up so this season and i've told my dad this and i've made it clear every time the stand up if you love the blues chant start singing i don't stand up i haven't here, for about five I years love, to it because it pisses me honestly off. I, I love blues with all my heart i'm there week in week out in in the whatever right I love the blues. I don't need to stand up to prove I love yeah. the blues. I hate no, it. I'm with you on Can't that one, yeah. Hate rebellious Zach has become all rebellious. This is what this podcast oh, does to you. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking annoyed. I made a commitment many years ago to not give in to peer pressure at Birmingham City because I hate it. There was one game, this is a long time ago, we were back in the Prem. Do you remember we beat Chelsea 1-0, Bowie scored. It was yes. like our only shot. And um, was it Joe Hart or Ben Foster? Fuzzy ben had Foster, got the game of his yeah. life. And uh, I only, like a dickhead, it was snowing, and like a twat, I only wore a shirt. No coat, no scarf, I spent, and it was minus, I was freezing. Yeah. Why? I don't when know. When it like January was, time, that game. <laughs> yeah, it was freezing, yeah, I was a twat. Uh, my nipples grew nipples that day, lads, I'm saying it was horrid. Um, <laughs> oh, and from that moment, I thought, I'm never going to purposely put myself in, in the cold ever again. So when it's yeah. cold and people are like, stand up, you love the blues, I'm like, 
Fuck off! I'm not going to come to a lecture and warm, and I've got to scat. No, yeah, no. I feel, yeah, that was also I, my pet peeve, which was what's annoyed me. As soon as you said it, I was like, "You." Bastard. I know. Sorry, I know we both agree, but I feel passionately about one that one, so I had to get it in first. So, um, what do I dislike? People telling me that I'm a, a bad fan because I have the audacity to pay money and go and watch Birmingham City because apparently I'm feeding the owners. That's a pet peeve of Birmingham City that pisses me off. Very direct and very. Not really a sound book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, a sound. Yeah. It's a sound or a noise that you hate at the Blues. I can tell you mine. The referee's whistle is always fucking against us. Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> uh, mine would be the away fans celebrating. I, ha- I, I can. I have dreams about it sometimes, mm. and I can hear it in my dreams. I know exactly what it sounds like. Away fans singing "Your Ground's Too Big for You." That is my pet peeve. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree that, that I, I remember Norwich very well this season when I know Hernandez scored in the last minute. And I just remember looking over <laughs> and you just hear the yeah, and you see everyone going mental. And like you're yeah. just sitting there like yeah, like a dick. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. This is a good segment, this Tommy. I want more. I, uh, I tell you, I'll bring him up more. Um this one might uh, appeal to Jamie. Uh what is your favourite curse word to use at the blues? I can't say it on podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> you can, and I'll bleep it out. It, I can't. I, I, I can't bring myself to say, like, <laughs> like we know what it is, guys. We know it's, yeah. it's just, I don't know what it is about it. Like, I don't know if it's been from Birmingham, because a, a lot of lads from Birmingham use it as well. It's just an easily, but it's just, it, it just yeah. has no emphasis when someone's being lazy. You're like, move yeah. your, and you're just like, yeah. It's mm. quite a sharp ending, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite a sharp, sharp ending. It's a great so, word to yeah. use. It really is. Zach, <laughs> what's your favourite curse word? Uh, I don't imagine you swear much at the Blues, do you? I don't. I, I, I get more... No, I don't swear much at the Blues, but sometimes like, I don't. But when I do, I get like really pissed off. And there's one moment I remember this season, and it was... um. I think we'd like taken about three short corners in a row and it hadn't worked. And I mm. think Bakuna was on the corner. I saw Chong walking over and I was like, I swear to God, if you play it short, they played it short. Chong went to pass back to back and it went out for a goal kick. And I remember just going skits at that. And that's probably the only time at Blues I've got properly mental. Like, oh, mm. but uh favorite the only time you got properly mental that's that's once a game for me i lose no to be fair no like i'm fair if blues i'm i'm quite good at keeping things like just not going too i'm quite good at not getting too high if we win and too low if we lose um and and i'm the same i guess at the time maybe i don't know favorite curse like curse word to use i don't know I genuinely don't know. Uh, we'll go with what Jamie said, and I, I won't repeat it to save you having to edit in a bleep, Tommy. So we'll, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll go with what Jamie said. My favourite curse word is shit, just because it's perfect to describe Great everything. Great word, that. Great it is. Word. It's, it, if you're having a bad day, you're having a shit day. If it's a bad yeah. corner, it's a shit corner. You yeah. know, it's perfect. And when you concede, you got a perfect word for it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Twat yeah. as well. I love twat. <laughs> it yeah. just it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? it We're sorry it to our, some of our younger listeners and their parents. If you chose to be a Birmingham City fan, should you be you listening to this? Is this really appropriate for you? <laughs> There's a comment about a month or two ago saying, "Can we tone down the swearing, lads?" And now we're doing a no, segment. You, saw, you signed your family up to be a Birmingham City fan, lad. You brought this one on yourself. I remember when I was about sixteen, Blues Villa. We drew one-one. 
uh, at St Andrews in the Prem. I remember we conceded, and I literally turned around and went, for fuck's sake, some guy in front of me turned around and went, mate, I've got my kids. I was like, you brought your kids to a Villa Blues game? Yeah. Are you I joking, mate? Like, <laughs> what do you expect at the football? Did you look like, at him like... I know. I, mean, I think we were maybe, swearing maybe... quite a lot on that podcast that we were doing, actually. I think we were going, fuck that, shit this, and everything. I think like... the only thing I'd say to that, Jamie, is if you're in the family stand, I do kind well, of get Gil it, Merrick. because you're, you're in an environment where you probably expect... Like, you'll still get it, but you probably expect less of it. But if you're if you're sitting anywhere else, like... Merritt Lower, next to the, next to the yeah. bread pans as well. I think James Collins scored that goal as well, so that's yeah, even did. worse. Right. Ugh, I hated that man. Um, I'll try and do some other ones. Uh, Favourite word or phrase at the Blues? Not swear words. Well, I feel like this is targeted towards me to say the word superb. <laughs> I'm going to say superb. <laughs> I, I like that. But the question sort of is like, what, what do you like hearing whenever you're at the Blues? Like something that reminds you. About the Blues. Goal for Birmingham City. Scored by number 10, Lucas. <laughs> and then there's, yeah, that. We'll go with that whenever there's, the whenever there's a goal. Or, or to be, yeah, that is, that is a good that's shout. A, that's a song. That's not. Even actually at the start <laughs> when the bloke, the announcer guy goes, yeah. come on, you Blues. He always does it yeah. very well, doesn't he? He always gets. Well in Rich. Well in Rich. Yeah. Is that Rich? Mm. Well, well done, yeah. Rich. Smashing it, mate. So, yeah, I'll go with that. Come on, you Blues at the start. Um, Courtesy of Rich. Actually, yeah. Because this is blues and we're all fucking negative and we can't think of anything positive to say. Uh, least favourite word or phrase to hear at the blues. Mm. I've already got one that's already in my head. Go on then. Lower tears. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I hear it, I just go, what now? What now? What's gone on? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I, I hate some of the ridiculous opinions I hear at blues. And everyone's entitled to an opinion, but I, opinions can definitely be wrong. I hate the saying, an opinion can't be right, yet yeah, an opinion definitely can be wrong. Um, and some of the opinions you hear are just ridiculous sometimes. Not like I can think of any off the top of my head, but you just oh, hear some at the time and go, like, you, you just turn around and go, mate, what? Like, what, what are you watching? So, yeah, I'll go with ridiculous opinions. After the Middlesbrough game when we lost 3-1 at St Andrews, I think I told you about it the pod after the most negative old man I have ever met. Like, every single thing that went wrong, he was bitching and crying. Jordan James, bless him. I think it was one of the only times he got a start in the season. He, like, gone through two people, tried to slip the ball into someone. He just got intercepted. He turned around and never seen the height with this kid. He's never been that good. And I'm literally like... Really? The last won about 12 headers. And he's like, don't know why we played you. He's shit. I'm like, literally, my mate turned around to me, Franklin. He literally looked at me and went, I'm going to punch his guy in the face in a minute. I was like, <laughs> fine. He was like, no, I'm literally going to punch him. The oh, most fine. ridiculous opinion, like, Djokovic is a club legend for us. And then Jordan yeah. James, he's made 50 professional appearances at 18. He's now in the Wales team. He's doing pretty well for himself. There, yeah. there should be a good amount of hype around him, given what he's done so far at the young age of 18. So, yeah, st- stupid opinions. I saw one the other day outside the Royal George trying uh, interestingly tell me that they think Maxine Collins been overrated for five years and I was like <laughs> just feel your blood I've pressure go off people, and your heart I've beats few, I've seen a few few people slag off Colin recently so I mean I, I think we've all made our opinions clear that we we all speak highly of Colin I think of course yeah a, a I think his time's done though lose. after this year for him, not because we don't, no, no, not because we don't want him. I think he's going to go at the end of his contract. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not because yeah. we don't want him. Fuck me, I'd, I'd happily have him for a day with us, but mm. 
I think yeah. he's just yeah. in his mind. He spent five years here. He's tried like and lower prem top championship. He could fit into one. Of, he could fit into a top championship team. Surely even on the squad. I wouldn't say lower prem. In the squad, he'd fit in somewhere because he's always been consistently a seven or eight for me. He very See, rarely I, has I, a mistake I, in him. I, I'd say Colin. We are Colin's level to be honest. I'd say lower to mid championship personally. No, no. Would you would you say higher? No, I reckon he could play even in the lower teams in the Premier League. I really? think he is that good. I could see him in Everton. I think I nah. I think I he's... think if he could, I think if he be if he could, he would have gone three years ago. I think you'd be surprised at how good Maxim Collin can be, actually, because I he's... don't disagree, but he yeah. he'd, have, he'd have gone two, three years ago if he was lower prem. He would have look played. how good he was no when doubt. him and Jota were on point together. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like two players who are easily Premier League or were Premier League standards. Um. I think Maxine Collin could play for Everton. I think he could play for Fulham. All of those teams. I think he could. You He'd know. at least be on the bench. He'd be in that squad. Mm. See, I, I think highly of Colin, but I think I, I think he would have gone years ago if he was Prem standard, and I, I think he'd still have interest now if he was Prem. I think, I think, I think Collins found his level lower to mid Championship. Ready for another question? <laughs> yeah, go on. I've got loads of these, by the way. I, so sorry, can... I'd be actually, I'd be really interested to uh, of, as to what people think of Colin there because mm. I have seen so, so, so many mixed opinions on Colin recently. Um, and I, I, as we've all said, we, we think he's been a fantastic servant. And if, if you two think lower to top championship, uh, lower prem top championship, fair enough. I think mid to, I think he's about at his mm. level. But I'd be interested to hear what people think because he, he really does divide opinion. I think between Blues fans, either love him or hate him. Leave it in the comments below. Um, if Blues weren't from England, which country would you like them to be from? <sighs> That's a good question. That. <laughs> um, well it depends Jamie would I also be born in Birmingham at that point well would I, I don't also know be born in the country that it counts in yeah I'd say so we'll go with that mm. it's a good question I mean I love I love I love the snow and the winter so I would say Canada but games will be called off every five minutes so can't really it blows that would be for sure um oh, I don't know I don't. Oh, I don't know. That's a, that is a good question. Spain. Mm, I think. I think we'd Spain. insult Spanish football culture in terms of. Yeah. That's what I mean. It'd be fucking incredible, wouldn't it? Team, imagine. Imagine. You're playing Barcelona in 2014 or 15 when they've got the prime of like Iniesta and Xavi, and you're just full sending it to Lukas Djukovic. You'd <laughs> love to see it. Oh, that's. That's a really good question. Like that's properly got me thinking, but I really Italian? don't think I could tell you. Oh yeah, he's, we, he's, we could do he's Italian he's football. Mine now, yes. Oh, I, you are. I'd want to be Maybe. from Italy, yeah, because the Italian league. If you watch Italy, Italian football, I used to watch Italian football. I don't know, um, but oh, that's a fucking quality league. It, Serie A and Serie B are just fucking brilliant leagues to be in. I tell you, and the weather's mm. amazing, food's amazing, the people are fucking great. I, I love them. I, I'd definitely be from Italy. Yeah, I'll agree with that. We'll go, uh, Anywhere but the French League. Yeah, fuck the French League. We, we'd, be in, League. we'd be in the Champions League if we were in the fucking four, French every, League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking giving Kylian Mbappe a run for his money. Oh, not this again. I'll double foot him. <laughs> we're not doing I'll it. We're not I'll doing take it. Him out. <laughs> take him out for nine months. Double foot him. <laughs> you meet Christophe Dugary in a lift. You've got time for one question. What is it? Oh... 
I just cried. So I can have a picture, please. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to compose myself. And I'll do this. I'd probably just I'll thank him for all his time at Blues. Cry. Can I have a picture, please? And then send it to you in the WhatsApp and never fucking let you live it down again. But I'd, I'd, love, to see, I'd love to see a photo of you stood with Christoph Dugri and you just got like the most bloodshot eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> You're like praying to the heavens. <laughs> I, I'd ask him on the pod. Oh think. God! <laughs> more he's thinking Shoot of your shot. Me. Always thinking of the people. Well, what would you ask, Tommy? You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. It's true. It's true. <coughs> I would ask him, um, how'd you grow your hair so long? Maybe I don't know because I'd quite like to rock, oh, Crystal. I would love him to just look at you dead in the eyes and go, "Just grow it, mate." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> difficult. I, I thought of it because it was like I think I was trying to get a way of asking him a question that wasn't just like you're all right or something or or like what room are you you're all right that's your question yeah <laughs> how's it going son i think um yeah i would ask him how did you get your hair to be that long and so gorgeous looking anyway um <laughs> if blues were to release a fragrance what would the scent be and what would it be called <sighs> these are good you know <laughs> release a fragrance and it had to have a certain scent um, I would just say Andrews, and it just smells like rubble. <laughs> um, it would be called Fight to Survive, because I feel that's quite poignant for blues, and it does sound like a fragrance or something like Fight to Survive by Emporium Armani or whatever. Um, by BSHL. <laughs> <laughs> what would it smell like, though? That's the question. Um, oh, God. Uh, I thought of one now. I, I was thinking for Bob ages of trying to think. <laughs> I was thinking, right, this is what my fragrance would be. It would be a package. So you could buy <laughs> the packages would be from the number 17 to the number 21. So right. it's like you can buy the 17th one, the 18th one, the 19th mm-hmm. one, 20th or 21st, and it would smell of disappointment. There you oh, go. Okay, that's mine. <laughs> I like that. I like that. What I'm, does I'm disappointment think... smell like? Sweat, sweat, and tears, and <laughs> blood, and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, you might as well just. Uh, uh, what I'm trying to think of when I go to Blues, what can I smell? And it's normally like Awful. all the different food vendors outside the. Yeah, the, uh, that sounds good though. Mm. You, do, you don't want to smell like hot dogs. And no, shit, you don't want to so smell like onions you? though, yeah, do you? It smells. Bite <laughs> survive, and in. it's gonna, it's gonna smell like. Um, Oh god, I don't know. I really don't. That's such a good one. Mo- a motor football. <laughs> smell like yeah, a motor football. Good shout. Yeah. Uh, oh, you don't want to smell like a football. <laughs> this is only hypothetical, Zach. It's not actually no, going in the no, shop window. Well, yeah, this is, is the new. This is the Blues Focus new brand idea. There, there's, <laughs> there's one thing about a hypothetical, and I always like it to be as accurate as possible. Like this is going to happen. This is gonna happen. Fight to survive, number 17 to 21, or whatever name we want to go with. Uh, and yeah, we'll go with it smells of disappointment, just sweat <laughs> and tears and blood and all that rubbish. We're doing another one or a few yeah, more? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> all right, this one's. Yeah, keep firing. I'm loving it. This one's going to rack your brains a bit because you're going to have to try and think of it all. If you were to rob a bank with three other blues players, past or present, who would be your getaway driver, your locksmith, and who would be on crowd control? Oh. Crowd control, a hundred percent. Garin Endor. Oh really? Absolute shit house. 
Imagine him, he'd just push people back, wouldn't he, all day long? That's um, true. What so, would the what, other what two be? Getaway options, driver. Sorry. A getaway driver, a locksmith, and a crowd control. Someone on cow, crowd control. Cow control, fucking hell. <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go George Friend as the uh, locksmith. I feel he's quite a smart bloke. I think he's mm. got, like, he's got, I mean, he's got a degree in sport journalism or something. Um, so I'd go him for that. Uh, I've got it. I've got my getaway driver. Robbie Who's Savage. He's going to get in situations. Good choice, yeah. I like that. And who was doing the robbery with you? Yeah, so it's, it's you and three other people. So my who's, who's on your... Garayan Endor. Mm-hmm. Robbie Savage is my getaway driver. And then someone mm-hmm. to do the robbery with me. And now, who's your locksmith? That's it. So who's breaking the lock? Yeah. So who, who's good at... Yeah, mm, that's a tough one, isn't it? Christoph, Christoph, he, op- he was good at opening, <laughs> opening tight spaces and them defenses. You know what I mean? Like he was. You know, I, I'd go for, I'd go for Michael Kiftenbeld on it on a getaway driver because I feel like he's driving about as erratic as he was as a footballer. Um, I'd go Kleb as my mm. locksmith because I feel like that's the type of person he looks mm. like he could break a lock, you know. And I'd have Stephen Carr on crowd control. Zach, you're on mute. <laughs> You gotta have Stephen Carr on crowd control, haven't you? Well, with that big loud voice. Yeah, no, but I'd rather go on and or just punch people in the face or a big six foot four mountain. <laughs> well, Stephen Carr's got a Sean off so- shotgun. Mm. You're bound to whoever's got a shotgun. Oh, actually, really. no, I wouldn't have any footballer. I'd have Jack Kelsall just going like that. <laughs> just you shall not pass. <laughs> just simply just stood there. Just <sighs> what? What? What were your answers? Sorry, Michael Kifton Bell on getaway. Yeah, um, Alexander Kleb on locksmith. Oh, okay. And Stephen Carr on crowd control. Yeah, I like all three of those. Uh, what was yours again, Jamie? It was Dugary yeah, on Locksmith. Dugary on Locksmith, Robbie Savage on Getaway Driver, and Orion Endor on Crowd Control. Very mm. good shout. Go on, oh, Zach, then. what's yours? Um, oh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, George Friend Locksmith, smart guy. Um, mm. I like Kifton Bell, Getaway Driver. Oh, no, you want someone compo- You want someone quite composed behind the wheel. Is Kip- yeah, Kifton Bell just flies in. He'll just fly your car at yeah, 80 into like the police car. Kill us all in the car. I literally pull myself. He'd get away quick, but like we'd probably end up in, like going into a wall or something. You'd get out the yeah. car, but you wouldn't be alive. You'd be flying out of it. Someone you get out like... You know how, like, um, what's his face out of Breaking Bad comes out of the hospital? Yeah. What's uh, his name? Walter White. No, the... What's this guy who runs um, Los Poyos Amanas? Oh, uh, uh, who oh dies God, at the end of it? Fucking breaking bad. How can I not remember? Um, Gus. Gus Fring. Gus. Darling yes. Fring. He, he, like he, um, Hector blows up the place and he walks yeah. out like that. I imagine that's how I would come out of that car yeah, with Michael yeah, Kiftenbeld yeah. on the getaway, just run, walking away with like half my face yeah. hanging off, and then just. Like, you know what? Out. You know what? I'd go Jude as a getaway driver because he's 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 Ooh. very cu- he's calm and composed in 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 big in big situations in big games. He's got the experience, big moments, um, and yeah, he's he's got a cool head on his shoulders. So Jude getaway driver, um, George Friend Locksmith. I'm saying very present players, but that's because I've watched them more. And um, what was the what was the last one? Sorry. Uh, get away! Yeah, crowd control. That's it. Yeah. Um, 
I just feel like you've got to have a big loud voice on there. That's why I went car. Yeah. I do that. Or actually, one person who I do vaguely remember because I didn't go to many games in this time, Thomas Kujak had the fucking loudest yeah, voice I've true, ever heard actually. in my life. That is true. I sat in the very far end of the cup and the, I could still hear him from the other side of the pitch. Literally, it was. Yeah. Big Polish voice it just fucking yeah. boomed across it. It was like, wow. Yeah, we'll go Kuzak. Well, I'll, I'll go Kuzak. I'm having that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> I've pictured that one up here. <laughs> We're doing How another many more one. Oh, right, mate, got? I've got absolutely fucking loads. I was at work last How night, so I was just, I was just thinking, oh, that's a great idea for a second. Working Something out or hardly you... working, you know. What I mean? <laughs> were, were, were you like, uh, so are you just spinning the questions off the show? Have you made these all yourself, like? No, the the ones at the start were because they're like the yeah. same ones that they do for every actor. But I was sort of thinking about them. I was trying to think of other ones that um, were sort of more blues related. And then I just started making them up as I went That's along. Really, really. yeah. Let's 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 finish with one more. If you were to start a band with blues players, oh, God. who who would they be, and what instruments would they play? A band, <laughs> yeah. Uh... Lucas Djukovic is singing because yeah. I don't know if anyone's heard oh, well, that I was voice say on the guitar. Yeah, he's yeah. Duke can play guitar and sing. He can do, he can do rhythm guitar and sing if he wants, because that man can sing. All right, we'll go, we'll go. Duke is the main man, mm. and then um, what were the other you, sections? So who, you, who do we? Who do you question? pick and what? Who do? You, well, if you start a blues, if you start a band with some of the blues players, it doesn't have yeah. to. It can be past or present. Um, who would they be? Um, yeah. What instruments would they play? You can choose yourself to be in this band, by the way. I don't know what. I feel like obviously, Harley you are starting this band. I feel like Harley would be quite good on the drums. Maybe, yeah. He just looks um, like he just one them guys who goes mental, <laughs> yeah. like a bandana around his head, like yeah, that. topless leather jeans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't we'll go, think about sometimes, aren't we? But... <laughs> we'll go Duke as the main man, singing bit of guitar, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, who else? I don't know. That's a good a good question. You got, got any a... ideas? Well, I, I was going to say Duke on rhythm guitar, yeah. Uh, I don't know who'd have on bass. I don't really can think of some players. Maybe John Ruddy. George Friend. George Friend, yeah, maybe. I think John Ruddy would be good to have on bass because he'd look like a bass player. Some circular yeah. glasses on him like that. That yeah, would look that's... funny. <laughs> that is um, true. I don't know. Um... What else? Uh, Hannibal did the guitar celebration, didn't he, with that? Oh, very yeah. good shout. Was that meant to be like a banjo or something? I got more banjo vibes. I don't know. I just got like the... That sort of thing with yeah. it. Yeah. In that case, Duke can sing. Hannibal can do that. Um... I'd like Liam Lucas Djukovic. Yeah, I'd like Lucas Djukovic to be dressed up as Liam Gallagher with his hands behind his back and singing into the mic up there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be class. Does this band need a name? Uh, the next question I was going to ask actually was what what was your fir- what would your first album be called? Mm. Uh, Relegation and vibes. Yeah, <laughs> sounds more yeah. like a grime record that does, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so what you um, get is you get Eustace and Yukovic just both so they're like that on a grime picture, dropping fire. Uh, Yuskovic. Yeah, Yuskovic. <laughs> uh, uh, what is this from? This is the best game you've ever made. I go Groundhog Day, same old, same old blues. Not, not, not the last bit, but I just call it Groundhog Day because we are in the mm. same boat or position every year for the last like eight years. So Groundhog <laughs> Day for me. 
Uh, oh, no, I'm put on the spot to think of something relatively witty. Um, I don't know, something like I, I want it to be like a football term though, because like be like in the middle of the pitch or something, middle of the pitch or some shit like that. Hmm. I don't know. I, there's people are bound to come up with some better ideas than me, and yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm... I'm gonna end this podcast, and then somebody's gonna come up with something great in the, the comments below. Idea. Yeah. It's like Trevor Come, Francis. Comment below on. some of your answers to the. If you've got a good answer, if it's shit, don't bother. We can't be really asking. <laughs> just can't comment your answers to some of these questions, and uh, we'll, we'll have a look at them. <laughs> we're gonna have some more in the next episode afterwards. Yeah. After the Black I Man enjoyed game. that. How how we've done an hour long podcast with how limited things we had to talk about. We've done quite well. So thank you, Tommy, for those questions because no single-handedly yeah. saved the episode. So. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blues Focus podcast. We'll be back either on Saturday or Tuesday, depending on the turnaround. Hopefully, it'll be back to normal for all three of us next week. Thanks for listening. Keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.